Hey there, Chip Close here, host of the Restaurant Strategy Podcast. On today's episode, we're talking all about guest engagement, how we deepen our relationships with the guests who come into our dining room. Bottom line, I don't think we know our guests as well as uh, we think we do. I don't think we know our guests as well as we should, but that all changes today. I'm going to share with you three straightforward tactics. you got to be deliberate about it, but these tactics work. They will help you deepen the relationship you have with your guests so that you can leverage those relationships in, in an authentic authentic way to actually drive more revenue. All of that on today's episode, but first a quick reminder about the P3 Marketing Summit. It happens January 14th, 15th, and 16th in Columbia, South Carolina. This is my first live event, three days, five workshops, two networking events. Did I say open bar? Yes, open bar. Three days, five workshops, two events, Three great sponsors, Ovation, Malagro, and Marquee. They will have people on hand. We've got incredible guest speakers there to talk to you about how you actually market your restaurant in the year 2024, how you be intentional and effective with what you do. What's working now? That's what you want to know. That's what you're going to find out at that event. If you want to go get tickets, visit restaurantstrategypodcast.com. Click the banner across the top. You can get your tickets there. Or if anybody wants to reach out to me directly, chip at chipclose.com. That's C-H-I-P-K-L-O-S-E.com. I'll give you a promo code and a link to get the cheapest tickets available. It's an extra $100 off. I don't know why you wouldn't just email me directly. Just do it. Again, that's the P3 Marketing Summit. It happens in January. I want you to be there. We're capping the event at 100 people. It's small. It's intimate. It's going to be action-packed. Tons of advice and tactical uh, uh, tactical stuff that you can take away and apply to your business right away. The best way to get the cheapest tickets is to email me directly and make sure to come back because we're talking all about guest engagement on today's episode of Restaurant Strategy. There's an old saying that goes something like this. You'll only find three kinds of people in the world. Those who see, those who will never see, and those who can see when shown. This is Restaurant Strategy, a podcast with answers for anyone who's looking. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Chip Close, and this is Restaurant Strategy, a podcast dedicated solely to helping you build a more profitable restaurant. Each week, I leverage my 20-plus years of experience in the industry to help you build that more profitable and more sustainable business. I also work directly with owners and operators all over the world through my P3 um, Mastermind program. This is a group coaching program that meets two hours every single week to help you uh, to help you identify the, the uh, specific challenges that you face in this industry. We are focused on profit and growth. Profitability is the number one thing that, uh, that keeps restaurants struggling. So if you struggle to generate consistent, predictable 20% returns every single month, I will show you a couple of key systems to implement to help make that automatic. If this sounds like you, if this sounds like something you want to learn more about, then go to our website, restaurantstrategypodcast.com slash schedule. Grab some time on the calendar. You'll chat with either me or someone from my team. We'll get to learn more about you and your restaurant. You'll learn more about the program, ask some questions about the program, and we can talk about next steps if we think you're a good fit. Again, there's absolutely no pressure. That's a 30-minute free strategy session to learn more about the program. Again, restaurantstrategypodcast.com schedule. That link is also in the show notes. Now, 
Are you frustrated with managing your catering and private events with pen and paper or using outdated programs? Introducing Triple Seat, the catering sales and event management software built for hospitality professionals by hospitality professionals. With Triple Seat, you will increase revenue and efficiency all while streamlining your operations. Let Triple Seat be your catering and event management assistant. Generate leads, create tailored banquet event orders, facilitate online discussions, obtain electronic signatures. You can even process payments and everything in between. Triple Seat has you covered. Elevate and simplify your event management. Take it to the next level with Triple Seat so you can focus on what truly matters, providing unforgettable experiences for your clients. For more information, visit TripleSeat.com slash restaurant strategy. Again, that's TripleSeat.com slash restaurant strategy. And yes, that link is also in the show notes. Okay, so we're talking all about guest engagement. How do we get to know our guests better? How do we then leverage those relationships to, uh, to build a more successful restaurant? I think about this a lot. I spent the great deal of my uh, career, the majority of my career, in fine dining here in New York City. And for a while, about 10 years in there, I was a maitre d'. So I ran the front door. I was responsible for filling the reservation book every single night. And there are things that I learned, things that I was taught, things that I sort of picked up on my own, things that I did that I didn't see anybody doing. There are things that I did in that role that helped me create better restaurants, that helped me uh, think more deliberately about the people who fill our dining rooms and how we can create the best possible uh, experience for them, right? There are three things I'm gonna share with you uh, over the rest of this episode, three simple tactics, and I just want you to promise me one thing, right? Promise me, say it out loud. I promise I will do at least one of these tonight. Say that out loud. I promise I will do at least one of these tonight. And I hope you employ all three of them over the next week or two. They're so easy to do, right? They're, they, they don't take much effort. It just takes you being deliberate, it takes you being um, specific and, and wanting to do it. So the three things I'm going to share with you, right? Number one, I've shared this way, way, way long ago. I haven't talked about it in a while, but this is something I talk about um, uh, with my clients all the time. And I talked about it on the podcast, I think in like the first 20 or 30 episodes. Now this is what, episode 292. So it's been a while. We can talk about it again. Tonight, I challenge you to get a notebook. I used to do with this with my clients all the time, especially when I was consulting. I'd get them a little moleskin notebook, right? And I would bring it to them and I'd say, hey, I don't think you know your guests as well as uh, you think you do. And I think don't think you know them as well as you should. The bottom line is we know some things about some of our guests, right? Or maybe we know a lot about some of our guests. But we don't know something about all of our guests. And I think we should get really good at knowing something about everyone. So now, again, I was telling you I was in uh, fine dining, specifically around the front door uh, as a maitre d' in Michelin-starred restaurants. And what's really interesting about that world is that through the, uh, let's say, the 60s through the two year 2000, right? We didn't really have computer programs. Of course, Open Table came along, what, in the early 90s, mid 90s, something like that. By like the year 2000, Open Table had been adopted pretty much across the board. And that became the maitre d'. But in the 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, the maitre d' um, was the most difficult position uh, to fill in the restaurant, the most sought after, the, the, the best paid 
because they knew everybody, either in their notebook or in their head. They knew everything about everyone, right? What the the wife's name was, the kid's name, what table they liked to sit at, what the drink they liked, who they didn't like, where they, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They knew everything about the guests. So they knew how to take care of each guest individually. Again, especially at fine dining level, this was really crucial because everyone has their sort of idiosyncrasies. Everyone has their preferences. And people who are very, very wealthy, who dine out in fine dining restaurants three, four times a week, are used to a certain level of service. That's sort of who I learned from. I learned how to uh, be attentive, to pay attention to detail, right? It's no different to what you need to do. I think you need to get to know your guests better. One of the things that uh, was was shown to me and one of the things I pass on to my clients, especially when I was consulting, and something I pass along to all of you is to do this. I would get my clients a moleskin notebook, and I urge you to get a moleskin notebook. And tonight, let's say, I would urge you to put that notebook in the podium or in the back service station. And I challenge you tonight to touch every single table that comes into the room and have a meaningful conversation with them. Now, obviously, you can't engage with them while they're trying to eat their entrees, but there's time uh, after they've ordered before they get their appetizer. There's time in between their appetizer and entree. There's time while they're waiting for their dessert. There are plenty of opportunities. And I'm not talking about a 20-minute conversation. I'm talking about instead of having a hollow table touch, right? instead of going by and saying, hey, how's everyone enjoying everything? Oh, pretty good. Okay, good, great and walking away. Instead of that, let's challenge yourself to have a meaningful conversation, meaning three minutes where you touch base with them and say, hey, it's good to have you tonight. Have you, have you been here before? Let me introduce myself. My name is Chip. I own this restaurant. Have you been here before? Do you, are you in the neighborhood? Or are you just visiting? Learn something about them. What you're going to do is you're going to try to learn something meaningful about every single table, right? And I've sort of said this before, right? So you're going to find out the name of their wife, the name of their kids. You're going to find out they're celebrating uh, the their uh, you know their uncle's birthday. Uh, they're celebrating the fact that their daughter just got into Stanford. They're going to celebrate whatever they're there for, right? Their kid just made the uh, the starting uh, lineup in the baseball team. They're whatever it is. You're going to find something out about them. You're going to find out they just moved into the neighborhood. You're going to find out where they came from. You're going to find out where else they like to go. You're going to find uh, what they like to eat, what they like to drink. What you're going to do is you're going to have a meaningful conversation, two, three, four, five minutes, and you're going to step away. You're going to go back to your notebook and write something in there, what you learned about that. And then you're going to go to another table later and then write down what you learned from that table and another one, another one. At the end of the night, you're going to have a full notebook and you're going to go and you're going to spend about 15 minutes at the computer system. I trust that if you're taking reservations, you've got a reservation system like Open Table or Resi or Seven Rooms or Talk, whatever you use. And you're going to go uh, transfer the notes that are in your notebook into the reservation system because that now, right, you got to know your people deeper. And now you can, that's going to help you take care of your people better the next time they come in. It's also, guess what? If you do it right, it's also going to help you bring those people in. So the problem when we take notes and they're all in a reservation system is that often it helps us take care of them better the next time they come in. But a lot of times we don't use that information to actually get them to come back in, which is why I like it being in a notebook as opposed to being in a computer system. Because if it's in a computer system, it's out of sight, out of mind. If it's in a notebook, you can look at it. You, you wrote it down in your own handwriting. You will remember it better simply because you did it yourself instead of tapping it into, uh, into a, you know, a little field on open table. 
So the first thing you do is you write it all down to the notebook, right? Then you transfer that to the, um, to the system. If you start doing that tonight, every single table, and you did that every night, or you got your managers to do it every single night, I promise you it would change the dynamic of that restaurant. People would be blown away because you're actually having meaningful conversations at every single table. And guess what? That's what we do when we're being hospitable in our own home. We are saying, right? We are we, When somebody comes over to our house, hey, how are you doing? What can I get for you? You're asking how the day went. What's new? What's going on? You're asking about things that you knew were going on. You actually engage really deeply with the people with the people that you invite into your home. It's the same in your restaurant. And I know we like to talk about check averages and table turn time and we quantify all that and it's important to quantify, but also just having a deep relationship, a deeper relationship, creating a deeper connection is just as important and it doesn't take that much more effort. So the first thing, the first uh, tactic that I want you to do is to get yourself a notebook and challenge yourself to write something uh, about every single table, something you learned when you engaged with them more deeply. So you can't just stop by and say, hey, uh, how, hey folks, how, how are you enjoying everything tonight? You got to stop by and say, hey, I just wanted to make sure you're enjoying everything tonight. You've been here before, right? Oh, no, it's your first time? Oh, let me introduce myself, right? Are, are you new to the area? Have you lived here for a while? Oh, you're new to the area. Great. Where are you coming from? Great. Where did you move into? What other restaurants have you tried? Let me give you some recommendations. What made you wander in tonight, et cetera, et cetera. You're also going to be getting uh, valuable information about how people discover you. What led them to, to wander in on this night? You do that, it will change the relationship. It'll change the whole dynamic of the dining room. I promise you. That's the first one. Second one, I challenge you to call, text, or email at least five of your guests this week. And here's where the first part leads to the second part. If I tell you to call, text, or email five of your guests and you don't know much about them, you're reaching out and say, hey, what's going on? My name is Chip. I'm the owner of uh, Restaurant X, Y, and Z. I just wanted to invite you back in. Uh, can I make a reservation for you this weekend? That's hollow. That's empty. That's cheap. What happens is as you get to know your guests better, you're reaching out just like you text your brother, your sister, your mom, your friend from high school, from college. You just touch you touch base every once in a while and just say, hey, what's going on? It's Chip from Restaurant XYZ. I just wanted to check and see how your daughter was enjoying her first semester at Stanford. You just start a conversation like that. I'm telling you, we talk so much about open rates and click rates on our emails and how do we market better and all that. This is actually how you market better. You don't need fancy tools. You don't need any more guests than the guests you already have. You just need them to think of you before they think of anyone else. You need to build deeper relationships so they all feel like they know you. They all feel like they want to support your restaurant because they want to support you. So if you get to know, you got 100 covers in, right, and maybe that's 30 tables over the course of the night. If you have 30 meaningful conversations and, and now have a touch point with 30 tables tonight and 30 tables tomorrow and 30 tables the night after, it's very easy to see how easy it is to send a text or an email or call five of them. Now, you're going to text somebody or email somebody with a simple thing of, hey, how's your, uh, how's your daughter enjoying the first semester at Stanford? You might call somebody who you find out that their mother is sick. You want to call and say, hey, I remembered we were talking last week when I was in the restaurant about how your mother wasn't doing well, and I just wanted to call and reach out. How are things going? How is she doing? How are you doing? 
It's the same thing you would do with your friends and family, and it sounds stupid, foolish, mm -hmm. that we even have to talk about how that's important and why that's important. But I think we all recognize that it is important. So I challenge you to call, text, or email at least five of your guests this week and make it a habit. Pretty soon, you're going to be doing that with 10 or 20 every single week. And what's going to happen is they're going to start reaching out to you. They're going to feel like they are your friend. And God, I hope in time, you do make a lot of really good friends with the people who patronize your restaurant because that's actually how a restaurant survives. You do this and you set the tone. And eventually, you pass this task off to your managers because they have to take this uh, take up this torch and carry. You can't carry it alone. And, and you want a bunch of managers who are having meaningful um, conversations in the dining room and actually building relationships and they feel comfortable enough to text, call, and email the guests that they've built a connection with. When you do that, when you've got an entire leadership team that is doing this, I'm telling you, you don't need any more new customers because you will not be able to handle all of your current customers. They will all come back to you. So the number one tactic, right, is to challenge yourself to touch base and make meaningful conversation with every single table tonight and every single night following. Then I challenge you to pass that task along to your uh, managers. The second thing is I challenge you to call, text, or email at least five of your guests this week. You're going to do that enough, and eventually you're going to pass that task off also to the rest of your leadership team. And then the third thing I want to do, this is actually the very last chapter of my new book, right? So the Restaurant Marketing Mindset, you can get it on Barnes & Noble or Amazon. You can go to my website, therestaurantmarketingmindset.com. You can get it there. Every dollar uh, that's spent on that website goes directly to me. So if you want to support me and you want to go first party instead of third party, that would be the way to do it. But the very last chapter in that book is actually where I share this third tactic. It's something I've been doing as a consultant for years, and I just never talked talked about it on the podcast, uh, except, uh, I don't know, maybe three months ago, I started talking about it. So here's the thing. For an entire night, and I think moving forward, you're going to learn to scratch the following statement from your vocabulary. Thanks so much. Have a great night. It's absolutely useless. When somebody gets up from the table, you say, hey, thanks so much. Have a great night. It's a wasted opportunity. It's a bad last impression. The bottom line is, and here to be a little callous, is that you just showed these people a great night. Hopefully you provided them with great service, great food in a really beautiful dining room. That's fine dining, casual, fast casual, right? You create a great food, great experience for them. Whatever happens after this, you have no effect on. Why do you care? I mean, yes, I, I care about our guests. I want them to ha have a great night. I want them to be well. But everything after, when they leave the door, has nothing to do with you. What happens is what we really want to know is, thanks so much. When are we going to see you again? Thanks so much. Can I make another reservation for you? So your challenge is to scrub the, the sentence, thanks so much, have a great night. You are not going to say that. You are never going to say that ever again. And hopefully you realize what a useless statement it is. What a useless question. What a, what a, what a bad last impression it is. You're going to replace that with the following. Thanks so much. When are we going to see you again? Thanks so much. Can I make another reservation for you? Thanks so much. What are you guys doing next weekend? When you do that, what happens when I've done this and I talk about it in the book, there's about a 20% success rate. So the way I used to position this to uh, the managers and the owners that I used to work with when I consulted, I said, do you want me to show you something that will get 20% of your people back in the next two weeks? 
and said, if I showed you how to do it, it's going to be hard, but if I showed you how to do it, would you promise to do it starting tonight? And they all say, yeah, yeah. I mean, how hard could it be? And when I tell them, they can't say, thanks so much, have a great night. They realize how hard it is because it's automatic. We're like robots. We don't even think about it. Thanks so much. Have a great night. But if you replace it with, thanks so much. Hey, listen, come on over to the podium. Let me set you up with another reservation. What are you doing next weekend? When can we get you back in here? What happens is that the reason you get a 20% success rate is that people will start thinking about things they have coming up. So now, 20% success rate means 80% failure rate. 80% of the people will look at you and sort of chuckle and say, yeah, no, 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 we'll be back. Well, I, I don't know. I don't want to make a reservation now, but we'll be back. Don't worry. And they'll leave. But 20% of the people will start thinking of things they have coming up, right? Someone will say, oh, honey, you've got that, uh, you're entertaining the clients next week, right? The wife will say, oh, uh, you, you know, honey, your sister, sister's coming in to, from out of town. We should bring her here. You should bring your clients here next week. We had a great time. Oh, we're going to the theater, right, with that other couple in a couple of weeks. Why don't we come here before we go to the, to the show? They will start thinking of things they have coming up. And guess what? Here's the thing about human beings. We don't think a month or two or three months in advance. We think pretty much about what's going on this week and next week. So when I say you have a 20% success rate, you'll get 20% of the covers back in the next week. I really mean it. You'll really get them back in the next couple of weeks because human beings don't think that far ahead. So you got to scrub the sentence from your vocabulary, thanks so much, have a great night, and replace it with, thanks so much, when are we coming, when are, you, when are we going to see you again? Thanks so much, can I make you another reservation? And you've got to be, it's a, it's a sale. You've you got to treat it like a salesman, right? You are selling another reservation. They can always go home and cancel it later, that's fine. Your job is to close the sale, meaning get the reservation on the books before they walk out the door while you're getting their coats, while they're answering their emails, while, while they're walking out. Don't have a hollow connection with them. Thanks so much. Have a great night. It's, it's a waste, an absolute waste. Instead, if you say, thanks so much, when are we going to see you again? It will change again. It will change the dynamic of your restaurant. Guess what? Those three things, if you did all three of those things and you really wove them into the fabric of your restaurant, Within a month, people wouldn't even recognize the restaurant. It would feel so different. It would feel warmer. It would feel more engaging. There'd be a deeper connection between merchant and consumer, between owner and diner, between managers and diners. It would change everything. So we're talking about, right, and I said at the very beginning, I don't think you know your guests as well as you think you do. And I think when you do this exercise or these exercises, I think you'll realize that. And I don't think you know your guests. I don't think we as an industry know our guests as well as we should or as well as we can. And it takes relatively little to do this, right? So instead of the managers huddling up at the front podium or over by service bar or sort of, you know, clearing dishes or huddling in the back, send them through the dining room and give them purpose. They have to touch every single table and learn something through a meaningful conversation that they have. They have to learn something about that table. And then they have to get in the habit of calling, texting, or emailing at least five of them every single week. And finally, they got to scrub that sentence from their vocabulary. Thanks so much. Have a great night. You do those three things, you will be absolutely set. That's what I wanted to talk about today. I would love to hear from you, right? So I gave you my email address earlier. If you want to come to the P3 Marketing Summit in January down in Columbia, South Carolina, I told you to email me directly to get the cheapest tickets available. I'll give you the link in the promo code. But I also want to hear from you based on this. I want you to tell me 
what you did and the result. I think you're going to find incredible results. But if it doesn't work for you, I want to hear from you as well. Email me, chip at chipclose.com. Again, C-H-I-P-K-L-O-S-E.com. Email me. Let me know what happened when you did one or all of these. I want to know the results. I appreciate you being here as I appreciate you every single week when you listen. We do two episodes every single week now, and I know you got a lot of great uh, podcasts that you could be listening to, a lot of great books you could be listening to, so I appreciate having a little bit of time here with you every single week. Hope you get something from this show. Hope you learn something. I hope it helps better your restaurant. I appreciate you as, as your guests. I know appreciate you. Thank you very much for being here, for being part of this community. You make this community better. You make me better. This is all for you guys. I hope this helps today. Again, email me. Let me know if it's helping and let me know if it doesn't help. Thank you very much. And I will see you next time.